Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hoop Ballers, welcome back to another episode of Today in Sports Betting. I am your host, Devin Ellington, at D-A-L-E-007 on Twitter. Make sure to find the rest of the team over at hoop-ball.com. Or again, find us all on Twitter, at HoopBallGaming. And then, of course, if you're into the fantasy basketball stuff, at HoopBallTweets will be a good mothership for you to get on. You go over to that website, hoop-ball.com, you're going to see lots of free content. Speaking of which, our guy Joe Campisi, Mr. Easy, made it look easy last night. He won two free plays. He loaded a two-bagger into the free play article, hit both of them, and his streak is at five now. So he's going until he loses. He's had some really good picks. Started off with some MLB strikeouts and hit with a two-piece in the Western Kentucky game last night. Hilltoppers hit their team total over, and then he was uber-sharp at getting the 16-and-a-half before it jackknifed all the way up to 23 at the closing bell just in a day. Um, So lots of crazy line movement. I took advantage of some in the Eastern Washington game, had Eastern Washington plus 140 on the money line, and gave that out on the podcast as well as mentioning how that line opened at eight and a half in uh, Eastern Washington getting those points. The game went to double overtime, and it was exciting. The Eastern Washington kicker doinked a game-winning field goal off of the, um, let's see, right upright it was, right upright as time expired in the fourth quarter. Um, I mean, they were at, it was an extra point chip in. So, a little bit of a sweat there. 
Boise State lost but covered the spread. I had their first half team total. So as a collective unit, the team went, I believe it was eight or nine and one last night. I botched the 10 and 0 operation um, with Boise State money line, but hey, they played a good game and they led the whole first half. It took them, I believe it was five drives into the second half. So into the, they got their first, first, half, uh, first down of the second half in the fourth quarter. And that was a lot. Um, today's slate is also pretty good. So we're going to be talking about some college football, obviously. And, um, I'll throw a couple MLB plays out there cause I haven't in a while. And I think that with some key series starting in MLB, we got some value to cash on. I want to keep it grooving with the college football though. Before I do, don't forget to use those promo codes that you hear us talk about before the show. Middle of the show, we usually drop a pre-recorded thing somewhere in this thing. So, um, mybookie.ag, go over there, use promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. It's going to get you all sorts of good sign-up bonuses. I'm going to do a match up to $1,000, 50%. And then they also will hit you with some really kind customer service should you need it. All sorts of odds boosts are going on right now. Right now they got uh, Bama's spread down to 13.5 instead of 19.5. And And then they've got the Penn State-Wisconsin game going over or under 44.5. So they lopped about six points off that total and kept the odds at minus 110. Almost free money, you know. Uh, last night, Minnesota and Ohio State, uh, you know, they, they took some points off the total and it made it, I think it was 54, 54 and a half. And so with the odds boost, that clearly hit. And um, as Ohio State, depending on where you got it, covered. Um, and the write-up that Adam did for us, he had them 13 and a half. So, and I had, I actually had Minnesota 14 and in some spots 14 and a half. So it was like a weird sandwich of uh, results there for the team. But moving on to today, uh, last night was great. Really good games. Um, had to stay up later than I wanted to because the Boise State Central Florida game got postponed. Inclement weather. So tonight, let's start off with some good stuff. Who doesn't like to start off with a team that has one win as their projected win total for the season? That's usually why I try to view in the shows. Like I want to hear them talk about those first and foremost. So we're going to do it with Jayhawks of the Kansas University. This football team is, um, well, they just made their best hire in a decade and a half. They got Lance Leopold in. Um, He brought in a lot of guys from Buffalo. If you remember Buffalo from last year, they were a phenomenal team, explosive offense. They got their running back from last year's team, Jarrett Patterson, in the NFL. He's tearing up the camps um, in the the preseason. I believe he is with, um, oh, man, right off the top of my head. I wanted to say Washington, but I know that doesn't sound right, and it's not right. Maybe it's right. Someone fact check me. Um, let me know if I got it right later. You can tweet it if you want. Um, South Dakota, though. I, I love this South Dakota team, and this line's come crashing down. 
Look, I had 14 and a half when I went to bed last night. It's down to 12 and a half. And, and if you get lucky, you can get 13 in some spots. And that's still getting minus 115 shade. That's on Bovada right now. So if you would, I would definitely instill some behoovenness in you to go get that. Um, the total is something that I'm also looking at. And I know that both of these teams, I mean, Leopold, he is really good at dressing stuff up and showing you a lot of different things. He tries to incorporate, or he does incorporate a lot of speed on his teams. So Kansas, we could see a crazy tempo from them that we haven't seen in quite some time. But South Dakota, they're a successful SCS team. And look at all the success that SCS team, FCS, holy cow, teams are having. Just last night, you see Davis beat Tulsa in Tulsa. And then Eastern Washington, I just mentioned, granted, it's UNLV, but UNLV being in the Mountain West Conference lost to an FCS team. And um, we're seeing the disparity between FCS and FBS become less and less. And I think it's because of NIL, um, truly. I mean, maybe better coaches are coming or staying in FCS and they've built, you know, more and it's all just like a wave. But honestly, I think it needs to have a bit of correlation concluded to uh, NIL, essentially. So uh, South Dakota State, we'll keep it in the, um, the Bismarck. Wait, Bismarck is South Dakota, right? Yeah. Fun fact. I knew all 50 capitals in fourth grade and got a little certificate from my teacher in it. I was the only kid in the class that put all the capitals in the right states on a blank map. It's like my one crowning academia achievement. And um, I'm proud of it. So this line, the Jackrabbits opened at minus three and a half. And that was at minus 120. Now it's at plus three. I'm guessing a couple guys might have got ruled out. So let's, you know, we, we'll need to double check that. Get on Twitter. Uh, if you want to make this play, I would recommend doing that. It's going to be 9 p.m. on Fox, Fox Sports 1. So it'll be a good game. Uh, we got. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Steve Adazio coming over from uh, Boston College, bringing his hard-nosed run game, front seven will stuff you type of play. Colorado State, the Rams. This game's going to be in Colorado, obviously, um, with the Rams being the home team. But I believe they're in uh, Colorado Springs. Is that where Colorado State is? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to sound all geography man today. Uh, under 52 and a half. Is something I'm be, uh, I'll be looking at, and I think it's um it's a good spot because both teams are going to be trying to run the ball, and we're going to see some clock killing. It opened at fifty three and a half. It's all the way down to fifty one and a half currently. I think that fifty is my magic number. If you get your fifties in, I would say sling them. Duke and Charlotte brush over them. I mean, I just trust uh, Mr. Cudcliffe out there. Charlotte performs pretty bad in openers. I wanted to back them at first, but I've pulled this off my card. 
no opinion. This is actually one game that has not moved on the spread or the total really one bit. They've moved the odds around a little, but I mean, you can get a hook here, a hook there, but it's nothing crazy. No one's wanting to hit that key number of seven. So right now it's Duke six and a half on the road. Last year they won 34, 35, zero, I believe against Charlotte. So too many points for me to figure out where that big gap is coming from in the eyes of Vegas. Old Dominion West, or I'm sorry, Wake Forest. Anytime I see an abbreviation with a W, I just think it's a West. It's a West school. Uh, Old Dominion, Wake Forest, 31 and a half is the spread right now. You know, something about me wants to hold my nose closed and just pull the ODU, but I, I, I can't. So we're going to move on. I, I think that what the claw is building there and uh, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons program, it's, um, you know, we're going to see the returning quarterback there at Wake Forest, uh, continuity in the backfield, got a coaching staff intact. And Wake Forest showed promise last year in a weird COVID season. Had a couple big wins, had a couple really bad losses. But overall, they're more experienced. And uh, Old Dominion hasn't played football for almost two years straight and barely have been able to practice. So we are going to look at this and see how it goes. Wake Forest first half, maybe. I would you know, entertain that. But for time's sake, let's move on. UNC and Virginia Tech is a big one. Uh, college football fan in me, you know, is just going to be really excited for this one. Sam Howell, obviously the guy to talk about with UNC. UNC losing all that talent to the NFL. It's a big reason why I think it's going to be hard for me to back the Tar Heels tonight, even though I love the team. I love Mac Brown. Too many points for Virginia Tech to be getting at home um, in Blacksburg. I Again, I don't agree with Vegas and – you know, if this was, I'd say four, if it was off of that key number of six, which it opened at six and a half, so it may come down to like five and a half, it, you know, but six just feels, you know, like a home team getting a key round number as the underdog with a decent defense, a coach and a prove it year, you know, <clears throat> we're going to see what Sam Howell's made of. He lost all that talent around him. Let's see what happens. Coffee. Excuse me. Um, St. Francis in Eastern Michigan. Obviously, we're not going to talk about that one, but hey, the Golden Flash or the Red Flashes, they're pretty interesting. Um, it's on ESPN3, so if you got the ESPN app, check it out. I mean, uh, Eastern Michigan's got um, a couple of really talented line, uh, linemen, so I would definitely keep eyes on that. Their linebackers are also decent. Um, all right, I think... I talked about everything that really interests me a bunch. I'm going to loop back around and talk about uh, Michigan State Northwestern. I got I got Sparty plus 145. Um, it's come down in some spots, plus 140 on my bookie. Seeing 125s on BetMGM. BetMGM's only in Vegas, so they're getting like more of the pulse, I would say. Uh, so look for that plus 125 to start pushing out into the other markets. It's my assumption. Look, uh, Michigan State, I like what this new coach is going to be doing for them. He's got some uh, young talent. He's got some experienced talent. Pretty balanced. Northwestern, you know, at home against a Big Ten opponent. 
look, the, the Fitzgerald era has been great, but it's a standard, just consistent model. And that's let's get to a bowl game. Uh, they've won some big games. They've had a couple of good years in his long, long tenure there. But overall, how polarizing has Fitzgerald been at Northwestern? I mean, he's like I said, he's had a couple good years. He's a good coach, but it's the same thing every year. And uh, Michigan State, they want to get back to glory. Mr. Izzo used to, uh, or not Izzo, <laughs> then Tony. I'm getting their coaches mixed up, thinking of the wrong sport. Um, I'm ready for college basketball, and college football just started. But D'Antoni, he um, obviously had this program in a good spot for a long time, but um, fizzled out the last couple of years. So let's see how they pick it back up. All right. I've talked about some games for tomorrow, Saturday, that is, already. So if you missed those, check back the episode before this one. So I'm going to kind of pick up where I did or leave off on the Saturday games, just talk about what I'm interested in throw stuff out there, just talk, um, churn through some of these games on Saturday. I, I like to break them up, obviously, the noon slate. Look, t- Tulane, OU, it got moved. This is just, I- I'm good on it. Uh, I'm good on it. Like, There's too much weirdness going on with this one, okay? So I'm good on that. Uh, Holy Cross and UConn. Hey, Holy Cross is a good team. Holy Cross is a good team. I've got UConn winning outright on tally site, but that's as far as I'm tossing that play. Fordham, Nebraska, 41 and a half for Fordham. I'm just saying. You see Nebraska last week? Scott Frost can't coach. I'm just going to be blunt. He can't coach, especially not his alma mater with all that pressure. Army, Georgia State. Battle of some run games here. Um, these two teams played, I believe, last year. It was a very close game. This total opened at 58, and this is what I'm seeing with these opening weeks of college football, and this is something to be mindful of. These totals and just the line movements are just so wonky. Opened at 58. It's at 49.5 currently. That is just crazy. Um, man, yeah. I mean – Georgia State's got a lot of defensive starters returning, uh, if memory has it correctly. Army, they plug and play very strong every year. Monken out there is just a good, good coach. Look, no huge deep dive opinion here because I'm going to try to turn through a bunch of these games for you. But no, um, I'm good on the um, Army-Georgia State. You know, I want to see how their young quarterback comes into this season. Um, I want to... trying to remember georgia southern is shy words georgia state is uh i want to say brown uh malcolm brown malcolm brown i should be prepared but you know what it is what it is colgate boston college if you have interest in that you're a serious sports better uh ul monroe kentucky kentucky minus 31 look ul monroe is uh they're rough. They're going to end up being like in the bottom five, I would say, of the college football ranks in a lot of different ways this year, uh, offensive and defensively. Stoops gets his guys prepared, you know, to be safe. I've been enjoying these huge quality teams playing against these low quality teams in the first halves. You know, finding low team totals set 
like last night I cashed on Southern Utah, um, team total over five. They scored a touchdown on Arizona State in the first quarter. That, that look, Vegas is going to have to adjust like we are. So it, it's fine to find those nuggets. Uh, Penn State, Wisconsin, college football fan of me says just watch this one. It's an opening top 20 matchup between Big Ten opponents. Wisconsin, the favorite, minus five and a half. The total is at an even crisp 50. It was at 52 and a half. That game's at noon on Fox. It'll be a good way to start your first college football uh, weekend. So any more noon games that I like? Yeah, no, I think that about does it on the noon games. Noon games got a lot of nice stuffer. Lafayette Air Force, I'm good. Rice, Arkansas. Arkansas faces the toughest schedule for the second year in a row. 19 and a half against Rice. I look for Rice to do good things in the Conference USA, but ultimately Arkansas is going to have to cash in when they can. And, you know, even though last year's schedule was number one difficult uh, rank in the nation, they did well against the teams that they had to uh, against to. So they handled business against the small teams last year. And um, I believe Arkansas might even played Rice last year. Might have heard that reference somewhere in a podcast. Marshall Navy, 330. Got to go with the Service Academy. I feel like their prep and week ones are just way better. Marshall lost their coach, Doc Holliday, who'd been there for, I think, good seven years. Really built Marshall into what they are. I don't know about this new head coach. And uh, they did lose some guys. So Navy, ball control game at home. They had a terrible, terrible, terrible experience with their season last year. Uh, Navy was brutally affected by COVID, obviously being a service academy, different rules and whatnot. But um, follow that up with Miami of Ohio, Ben Roethlisberger's alma mater. We are checking out Cincinnati, Travis Kelsey's alma mater, and uh, they are in the preseason top 10. They are ranked eighth, the Bearcats. I'm still sour from the ending of their season last year. They lost to Georgia uh, when I had them as a plus 260 or 280 underdog. They lost on a buzzer beat and kick field goal. And, well, they returned pretty much that whole team, and they're locked and loaded this year. They got an invitation to come into the Big 12 today. They're feeling good. They're feeling great. I think that Ritter is a commanding quarterback, and he's very cerebral, but he's got very immense athletic ability. Let me try that again. 23 is where it's at right now. It opened at 19.5. I make sense of the steam, and I think it makes a lot of sense. So, Take the steam. I say 24 is a good spot. Uh, this could be, you know, in that defense, Cincinnati's defense hung with Georgia. So I, I, it, they, this is a good team. Um, Luke Fickle, I believe, is who's coaching there. Anyways, yeah, that's a good one. 330. Shame it's on ESPN+. Plus. Indiana, Iowa, another top 20 Big Ten matchup. You know, no true – Big opinion. I'm not a huge Big Ten guy. So, again, football fan of me says watch it. Central Michigan, Mizzou. And I think this will be the last one here. Central Michigan, Mizzou. Be a decent one. I just kind of – actually, no, I got a couple more. I got a couple more. Uh, 14 and a half for Central Michigan. Look, the Chippewas, they got a, def- a decent defense. Uh, 16 and a half is the total. It opened at 62. So I'm going to actually follow that steam right here. I like that because Missouri's got a solid defense as well. They had a couple draft picks last year from this side of the ball. They return a decent amount of starters. 
coaching staff was shifted around a little bit, but ultimately they got some anchoring position uh, players in place. So I think that experience is going to be really huge for them. So I'm going to throw uh, a total going under 60 and a half on my card. I think it actually settles in about 60. Um, I think people are going to kind of come into this. I don't know if Central Michigan is going to be able to score the ball as much as they want to. Uh, trying to remember their quarterback's name. I've done this a lot today. I, I don't have all my references up because uh, today was going to be a jam-packed show, and I didn't want to give myself distractions for deep dives. So I'm just rambling instead. Um, yeah, I mean, this is – oh, and then we got the Temple and Rutgers game. That's the big one at noon. Uh, and then, of course, Stanford-Kansas State. I knew I was missing a couple. Knew I was missing a couple. Yeah, I'm all over Kansas State. I like them on the money line. Three and a half is where it's at now. I was looking at it at two. I think I locked in two on tally site about a month ago. Temple and Rutgers. Uh, this is a rescheduled one. We were all over Temple. Um, Temple, Temple, Temple. It went up to 15. It's come back down to 14 and a half. You can get 14 and a half with Temple. I think Temple could even win this game, honestly. And they're like plus four, plus 495. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm going to, we're doing that. We're doing that. Nothing like major, right? So this is week one. We're going to just put a half unit there. It's plus 495. If we go half a unit, that's going to be plus. Let's see if we uh, we risk half a unit to win 2.48. Sure. I mean, that's like a really decent uh, profit there to not risk a ton. And it's a very highly likely thing to happen. This Temple defense returns so many good linebackers. Really good coaching, honestly. Um, I think the perception of their season last year is just besmudging them a little bit, um, marking up their perception. Rutgers, I think, by far, being in the Big Ten is getting a lot of charity, you know, just kind of forgiveness. But I, th- Rutgers, I think, wins this game outright. I'm just saying. Um, we talked about Stanford, K-State, Western Michigan, Michigan. I mean, you know, couldn't settle in on a side. So essentially leaving this off, gun shyness is coming out. And then of course, yeah. Okay. So these are the ones I talked about. Another show, West Virginia, Maryland, West Virginia, minus two and a half totals at 57. Look, West Virginia, Neil Brown, the way better coach here. Loxley's not good. And Neil Brown's got one of the best defenses in the country. He's a good coach. And uh, looking for them to kind of roll that one. Opened at four and a half. It's at two and a half now. All right. Let's cap that NCAA craziness. I'm going to be looking to the diamond. Based off who's pitching alone with Randy Dobnak and Michael Walker. Michael Waka Waka, Waka Flocka Flame, over nine in Minnesota, Tampa Bay. You know, this Tampa Bay offense is gearing up to make a postseason run. They're confident. They're hot. Look, Dobnak's terrible. <laughs> He's 7.83 ERA. I haven't bet baseball or handicapped it in a while, but uh, Michael Walker, you know, I know between these two pitchers, between my successes earlier in the year that uh, and look, just talking about a week or so. Like, it's not been, like, months since I've made a play. Um, and I'm still in the loop and with the pulse because, obviously, I got my team. 
and I got the uh, Discord servers and stuff that I hang out in. Lots of Twitter, lots of Twitter. Um, Minnesota, Tampa Bay. Yeah, like I said, over nine. I don't know how this hasn't moved, honestly. It actually got a bunch of shade to open at under nine at minus 120. So I don't know. I just don't trust Michael Waka. Maybe what they're thinking is he has such a terrible outing that they get the bullpen involved early and then Tampa Bay shuts down uh, Minnesota. And then Tampa Bay also just generally does not hit right-handed pitching as well as they do lefties. I could see that narrative, but I'm subscribing for the narrative that Minnesota has a ton of sluggers and or a ton of potential at slugging still, even though they're gutted. Tampa Bay, they increase their potential to do well against righties at the trade deadline. They've got a good amount of veterans. They got dynamic guys like Wander Franco that are young and aggressive. And that's that. That's how I feel. Houston, San Diego, got to back my World Series pick. Um, I got them at minus 145 on the money line. Plain and simple. Keep it easy. It's at minus 135 now. So you uh, get a better value. They're on the road against San Diego. Jose Urquidy pitching the righty, 3.38 ERA. But here's the thing. Houston is going against Jake Arrieta, who just came off the IL with a hamstring thing. He couldn't even get out of the second inning of his last start before going on the IL with his hamstring thing. San Diego, they're in disarray. They're pretty terrible right now. Houston, obviously the better quality team. And... Jake uh, Arietta, he probably shouldn't be pitching. Um, I'm seeing Bovada posting this for minus 130, though, by the way. Get your minus 130s. Get your minus 130s. I'm going to swap mine out. At minus 145, you know, as much as I like it, I'd rather have this. I'm going to see what the first half looks like. First half. I've been talking about football. First five. Get it right, Devin. Um, DraftKings has and Bovada actually has Houston with the general half run spread minus 120 in the first five they're going against Jake Arrieta if they're going to do damage it's going to be early and it's going to be against Jake Arrieta Michael Brantley in the two hole hitting against a righty it's like magic it's like clockwork magical clockwork the guy is just astronomically amazing in that position it's crazy just look up his stats for that for the season just go to baseballsavant.com look up michael brantley and look at his splits look at him in the two hole against right-handed pitching it's crazy it's been the most phenomenal stat that i've kept an eye on all year and he's had stints in the IL too. So, all right, that's a jam-packed show. There's some uh, college football, a little bit of MLB, which is a little weird take, but you know it is what it is. We got most of the stuff on the weekend slate covered. Uh, it's gonna be a busy, busy wager pass, I am sure, throughout the whole weekend. We got college football until Monday, so make sure to check it all out. Keep your eyes peeled. Use those promo codes for us. Helps us grow. Helps us give more out there to you all. And that's what we're aiming to do. That's what it's all about. So 
With that being said, I am sending you all of my good vibes, all my good energies. Once again, I was Devin Ellington, your host. I'll see you on the next one. Don't forget to be kind. Do something nice and positive if you can. And if you need something positive to happen to you, I hope it happens. It will happen. I'm sure it happens. All right. In that regard, today in sports betting is out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.